this is the Corner to Calm podcast. In 2017, I realized my personal life was completely at odds with my professional life. I am now on a journey to speak with entrepreneurs, community leaders, and beyond to discover what motivated them to make the change, what motivated them to move from corporate to calm. Hey there, you are very welcome to today's episode of Corporate Cam. Today I am speaking with Saifa Kajani. Saifa is just unreal, an absolute powerhouse. In her 20s, she has her own company, The Drunken Cookie, which she formed out of lockdown. She is going from strength to strength. She is a chef. She is a PT. She is an all-round dynamo. I met Saifa when I was training to be a PT and um, let's face it, she thought I was an L1 training. Um, she was in her early 20s. I was in my late 30s. She is one of the nicest people I think I've ever met and I can't wait to see what happens in her future. I hope you enjoy Saifa's journey from corporate to camp. Hi Saifa, how are you? I'm good, Linda. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks, Mill, for coming on the Corporate Cam podcast. I really appreciate no, it. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited. Good, good. Tell me about how you've ended up where you are. You have a company called The Drunken Cookie and your path to The Drunken Cookie, even at 25, is amazing. So tell me all about it. Thanks very much. Um, so oh, a bit of a roller coaster, really. Um, so I did my undergrad in food and business and I was a chef for years. Um, and during that time I was like, I actually really like training as well. So I became a personal trainer and that's how I met you. That is how you met me. <laughs> um, and so I, I then, when I was doing my master's, I took a step back from chefing because it's a very stressful job naturally. Yeah. Um, and I was just working full time in the gym. And I'd applied for like several managerial roles because I did my master's in business management. And I said, look, I actually think I like management. Like I like being yeah. the, the head chef kind of buzz and, and leading people rather than the cooking itself. Um, but I love cooking. But anyway, um, I didn't get very far in any of those roles despite my um, my experience and my qualifications. So I said, OK, maybe I need to go for an office job. And I was getting rejection, 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 like crazy. Oh really? my God. Like everyone was struggling with jobs and stuff. And I was just like here, like I'm, I'm so much experience and so many things, but I just couldn't get to where I wanted to be. And, and then COVID happened and gyms closed, kitchens closed. I was like, here, what the hell am I going to do now? Um. And then I got in touch with friends of friends and I managed to score myself an internship. So working on very little money, um, but it was something. And I was, I was into it. Like I was learning a lot, but it was, I kind of, when I got into it after a couple of months, I soon realized that a nine to five isn't really for me yeah. anyway. I just have too much like ADHD or something. Like I need to be doing something. I need to be thinking outside the box. But I actually found like, you know, when you talk to people that work nine to five, they're like, oh, what do you do all day? And it's like half the day they're doing fuck all. Nine times out of ten. Yeah. Like literally just fucking on the internet. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
And I just felt so weird doing that. Like I was on TikTok half the day and I I don't want to bother my boss. Like what should I do next and stuff? So I was just kind of staying silent. But anyways, I digress. Um, anyway, so that was all going okay. And then basically me and my ex-boyfriend of eight years, we broke up and that's when things went got really bad. And that's when, and I was working for a wine company. So I was drinking after work like a madman. I'd be going into work hungover. I was dying from a broken heart, which might I say, I don't think heartbreak is talked about enough and the crippling effects of it. Uh, um, I, I, I saw some of your, you were so honest about it on social media as well. Like, it's, yeah, it's a long time. Like, that is a long time to be with somebody so young yeah. as well like 15 until until 24 like it like I he was my everything and to be honest I'm still not over it I'm still seeing I'm seeing someone else at the moment but this guy is fully aware that like if if my ex came back into my life right now like unfortunately I would I would do anything to get back with him because he was just everything to me but anyway that fucked me up badly um and I went to the hospital because I was literally like several occasions I was like I am so depressed again. And I was on antidepressants from uh, mental health issues in the past. And I said, look, we're going to bump you up on your milligrams of antidepressants. And that mixed with alcohol and other substances, I was off the rails. I lost my mind in that. And I was like, I give up. I literally give up. So I had an attempt and ended up in hospital. Obviously unsuccessful and... I remember talking to my brother and just him being like, you've got to have something to live for, say, for like, you know, you're not defined by your relationship. Oh, sorry, at this stage, I'd lost my job as well because obviously I was fucking just crying and hung over and giving up, basically. wasn't taking care of myself. Um, and he was like, you got you got to do something. I remember when I tried to get back on my feet, I was back on Tinder and uh, I literally called someone over to my house and I was like, here, will you come over? And he came over. And I was like, oh, thanks that you're here. I haven't showered in five days because I'm depressed. But now that you're here, uh, come on if I have a shower because this is giving me a reason to shower. And I remember his face was like, what the fuck have I got myself into? Um, but that's how bad it was. I was a disaster. Um, but yeah, when I was talking to my brother, he was like, you gotta, you gotta work for something. Like, what have you always dreamed of doing? And I was like, I always wanted to open a cafe. Obviously, because my, 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 um, that's what I always wanted to do, like food and business, wanting yeah. to manage, all that stuff. And he was like, you got to work towards that. Like, what the fuck am I, how am I going to do that? Like just 60 grand in the bank, here I go. Like, and yeah. I was like, you got to start somewhere. So I went to London for a weekend and I just tried cookies for two days straight. I just ate cookies left, right and centre. Tried getting my ex back because that's where he was living. And he was like, no, no way. And anyway, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to make this happen now. And um, so I invited loads of people over to the gaff. And I was like, guys, do you want to just come over and try cookies and do a survey for me? And they, uh, 12 people booked in to come over and eat cookies. And four people showed up. And I remember being like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I'm literally delusional. And I was like, oh, but you know what? Let's do this. Or I'm saying, Ara, guys, like I'm gone, and I was like, I got nothing to lose. I just felt like I was living in a dream because I was unemployed. Like I was just, I was so alone. I'm just like, I can do whatever. And um, I started with Instagram, and I just started selling boxes, and honestly, Linda, I just exploded. 
it's and I get yeah. emotional even thinking about it like but you're but you're right to get emotional because like this idea came from such a, a, a sad place in your life and you know and you took a risk and that risk has paid off it, it seriously paid off and it just goes to show that the brand is so close to me in the sense that I'm out there I'm very irreverent abrasive unfortunately but that's just who I am and on that brand is so like you see the names of the cookies I've got Kinder Keho <laughs> don't wish your ex happy Christmas the different <laughs> names of the cookies are so relevant to me um <laughs> and it's just it's this brand is so close to my heart and it's just giving me something worth living for again literally like and I just, it is the proof that like you know people buy from people and it's your you're so authentic and that's what 100%. people want they want authenticity even yeah. if it's a big car crash <laughs> yeah yeah a hundred percent oh yeah yeah a hundred percent like people are like I hate the branding. <laughs> I hate the marketing, but the cookies are delicious. And I'm like, but then there's the other flip as well. People are like, oh my God, your marketing is incredible. I have to try these cookies. So it goes both ways. But yeah, that's that's how I am where I am today. Now I have a kitchen based in Ballymount um, and now we're in several markets during the week. And then we do monthly boxes of cookies that change every month. And yes, actually, like um, if you get onto Safe's Instagram, The Drunken Cookie, um, you'll see where she will be um, for the week. Um, you normally put it at the start of the week, what markets you're going to be at. But tell yeah. me about the boxes. Like, tell me about the subscriptions because that is such a clever idea. And I hadn't seen that before. Yeah, yeah. So basically um, every month, the cookies change, different doughs, different stuffings, different sauces. Um, and you place an order and it gets shipped to your house anywhere in Ireland. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, people are like, is it not really tough coming up with different cookies? And I'm just like, I think there's a screw loose in my hair where I find this really easy. Like, yeah. I'm just like, okay, this and this, and this. <laughs> great, done, one cookie done. Do you, um, do you have just like a list of, 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 of cookie ideas or do you come up with them every uh, month? I literally just come up with them every month. Um, and honestly, as I said, it literally takes me less than half an hour to just kind of come up with something like that. Amazing. Yeah, I'm very, very, very lucky. Like, I'm just quite innovative, I thought. So the subscription, you can do an annual subscription, you can do a monthly subscription, what's... So I need to get on to Local Enterprise Ireland about that because I need to sort out my website. I don't know how to add, like, a widget that, like, makes a subscription service. And so at the moment, it's literally, like, if you want to order, you just place an order every month. Perfect. Well, yeah. yeah, we'll 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 talk after. We'll talk after yeah. about that. So, yeah. talk to me about the business. Um, it came out of we we discussed where it came out of, um, in the pandemic as well. So, yeah. like you know, the proof that there has been so many businesses have that have come out of the past couple of years, but this is one that's kind of here to stay. What would be the best thing that you've done business-wise over the past couple of years and the worst thing that you've done for the drunken cookie? Ooh, that's an interesting question. The best thing I've done is probably stay loyal to me okay. and true to me. Um, I'll give you an example. I was sent a, um, a press box to someone from a 
newspaper that's very well known. And um, basically she got back to me and she was like, look, I'll be honest, the cookies are top, but I can't write about this. And I can almost guarantee you a lot of our brother and sister newspapers can't write about this because of your branding. Um, and that's unfortunately just going to be a major setback for you, I'm aware. Um, but if you want us to write about it, you're going to have to literally just be a cookie company, a basic cookie company. Okay. And that, that like, you know, I kind of have to sit down and I was like, as I expand, you know, I have to be realistic. Like, can I stick with this? Can I make this work? Or are a lot of people going to be fucking anal about it and just be like, oh no, I don't want this. I don't want to buy from this company. And several months down the line, I'm, I'm looking back and like, I'm so glad that I've stayed with who I am and not changed it to be PC like everybody else out there. Yeah. Because if I wasn't, if I, if I wasn't PC, if I was PC, then I probably wouldn't have got the grants and everything else that I did get for being unique. So that was definitely the best thing. And isn't that so funny? Like we are a nation of drinkers. We drink one of the highest per capita and you're not going to be promoted because your cookie business is called the drunken cookie. But yeah. like you can buy a drink on any bloody corner of the street like you know? 100 yeah it is it is it's ludicrous um and it just goes to show like you know if you want something enough there are people there are people for every people if that makes sense like my audience are very accepting i remember i put up the other day it was a haha by the way um i was out with one of the girls that was their leaving party and i was just like amy amy do you want to get a bag and Everyone was laughing, coming to me at me with stories. And they were like, this is hilarious that you put this on the business page. And it's just like, I'm very lucky that the audience that I've built is just gas crack. Yeah. And they're not, they're not rigid. They're not like, it's not very like stringent. You know what I mean? So yeah. that was definitely the best thing is that uh, I stay true to who I am. In terms of the worst thing. What could you have learned from? Like, what would you, if, if you had to do it over again, you'd go, oh my God, I would just fix that. I would change that. And, or is there anything? To be honest, thinking in hindsight, and I know this sounds cliche, it's just like, I feel like as a business owner, you probably know this yourself, that you need to make mistakes. True. To learn, to progress. There hasn't been anything that I've been like, ah, geez, I, I wish I could just change that. Thank God. Um, but I think at the moment I'm actually quite happy with any kind of mistakes that I have made because it just means I don't make that same mistake twice. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I definitely trust people a little bit too much. Okay. I had an incident a couple of weeks, a couple of months ago that uh, I'd given the girl all the bits and pieces for the market and she uh, <laughs> she disappeared with it, like the cash and everything. Um, so it's just something I probably need to learn and implement oh more. God. I need to not be so trusting. 100%. Well, listen, that's bad karma on that. Beatrice's ass. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, I'm a firm believer what goes around comes around. So look, it's just something I need to learn as well. Not everyone's on your side. Yeah. And I love how I can see from you that you've just let that go. And it's like, that's that's a learning that you've made and you've just let that go and you're not dwelling on it as well, which is amazing. You can't, like, you can't, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so when you decided to solely focus, I mean, um, you were a PT, you were a chef. And when you decided, decided to solely focus on your business, um, 
did you seek help from anywhere or did you just go alone? Like, um, have you have you used any business help or anything like that? I think a lot of the help I get um, is from my brother and my, my dad, to be honest. Okay. Like, um, there, my dad was massively in business when when he was kind of working and stuff like that. So my brother's in business at the moment. They gave me the kind of right tips and tricks when I was like, oh, what do I do? Well, majority of the time, it, it was me, Linda. Now, I did go to the, the Enterprise Ireland just for like... Um, the grants and stuff like that which has only gone through last week thank god um, it's such a long process isn't it it's such a long process but in terms of like if someone were to ask me who helped you in your business i'd say my brother and my dad yeah. number one number one family 100 percent. and how like um you're 25 you live life to the max you work hard you play hard how do you stay accountable like how do you rein yourself in when you know you have a deadline um i think it comes down to my intense personality is that if i know i have shit to do yeah you don't play until that shit gets done um and i've always and i think it comes down to my my shitty mental health that if i actually don't do anything my head goes 100 miles an hour and i just okay so I think it's it's just I need to uh I need to be going 100 miles an hour or else I'll just suffer for it so and so like I suppose yeah anybody that follows you on social media they'll see you I'm just going in now at eight o'clock at night you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah 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 I've been hung over all day but work needs to get done so I better go go to work like yeah, and I suppose that's when you own your own business you have to just you have to meet those deadlines and you have to get um shit done yeah yeah what do you do um because like I know we're we're all into our social media and everything like that but what do you do for you to switch off like I know we've because as somebody who can sit still who you know always wants to be busy do you do anything for you do you take time for you I try to and that's actually something I'm trying to learn because um if you know me personally I do go out quite often um and one of the reasons I do go out so often is because I can't do nothing unless I'm hungover um, and it's a very toxic habit like I need to be crippled in bed the next day in order for me to say hey I'm not going to go to work today okay um so what I'm trying to implement obviously I train quite frequently but I just I just love doing that so I say you could say I do that for me um and what I'm trying to do is trying to implement more walks and listening to podcasts and um, it doesn't have to be some self-help or righteous goody good uh podcast or anything just something that's a little loosey-goosey something that will distract me um and i what i try to do as well is at least once a week twice a week go down to the gym has a pool and um, bring my books I, I read quite a lot luckily yeah. enough uh, so that distracts me a lot um, and i just read down there for as long as i can and it's just i can't do nothing yeah so that's even though those things are doing things, it's as close to doing nothing as I can do. And what what you you mentioned there reading a lot. What is your favorite book or what book have you read lately? Um, at the moment, uh, I'm reading Lost Connections. I'm rereading that. Um, and I love the kind of more self help books, Atomic Habits, um, Mind Management. Um, they're very good. 
because I won't read things unless I'm really interested in it. Yeah. Um. And I think the next the next one I want to go is 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 one on on uh, bipolar and stuff like that and uh, borderline personality disorder. It's just learning more about myself yeah. and interacting with people with similar just dis- not disabilities but uh, uh similar things as I do. Yeah. And talking about that and for me, what I've noticed since 2017, that is that your confidence, your being, your confidence in your yourself, your body has grown so much um, in the last five years. Like, do you see that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was definitely a roller coaster, though. I feel like everyone, especially young females, are so impressionable, right? Like, obviously, when, when we met, like, I was super young. I'd gone through, and being a chef as well, pastry chef at that, as well as being mad into fitness, definitely struggled with um, with with diets and things like that. Really, really unhealthy. I went through binging and purging and not eating to eating too much. Um, but thank God I've gotten such a healthy relationship with food and training now. So I'm very, very aware of that. Um, yeah. Which I'm very lucky for, but geez, it's some roller coaster. Yeah, because I mean, that's the thing. Like you're, it, it was funny. I, I put something up on my own social media about like, I'm probably over a stone where I normally would be, but I'm actually the happiest I've been in forever and that's the thing like the scales is only a number and it's when you realize that then yeah as long as you're happy and you're eating well that's it like who gives a shit yeah nobody like nobody else cares but you that's the thing um so what what did you do to work on that like did you talk to people did you I mean, because like you're talking about eating habits and everything like that. Did you, what did you do for you to to get out of that cycle? I actually had to ask for, I was working in the Intercontinental Hotel at the time. I had to ask the head pastry chef for time off because being around such decadent food all the time was just such a trigger for me. Okay. Um, So I actually had to take time off and I just kind of had to rejig myself and just take a step back and just say, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. Um, I, I just felt like the people I surrounded myself with at the time and kind of who I grew up with in school, like my whole friend group came out with an eating disorder, unfortunately. Um, and it just, I kind of just, I just had to work on myself and say, look, food is fuel. Yeah. I shouldn't look at it as a bad thing or a good thing. Um, and that's when the PT course came in handy because I understood food. Yeah, so much more. I think that's what helped me the most: is understanding what I'm putting into my body. Yeah, as opposed to all food is bad, not the case. Yeah, yeah. and that's such a great lesson to have learned in your mid twenties. Do you know what I mean? Because people, like they, they go up into their sixties, seventies with this fight of treats and you know, yeah. and sins. Bread and, is bad. And, yeah. yeah, like all this. Yeah, 100%. where it's like if you move. And if you eat well, you're grand. Like that's it. That's it. That's a hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. Um. Where do you see the drunken cookie in the future? Like, what is, what is your plan? Like, what is like world domination? What's? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. No. To be honest, 
uh, I'm very ambitious for the company. Um, I want to be the next kind of chain. So obviously there's the likes of Offbeat, there's like Krispy Kreme and Rolling Donut where they have multiple kiosks all yeah. over Dublin, um, even Ireland. And that's what I want to do with the Drunken Cookie. Uh, I want a, I want little cookie shops because I just don't think that's out there. Wow. Um, and not just average cookies, over the top cookies, the decadent ones, ones that make you full for a couple of hours, ones that make you hate yourself <laughs> after eating them. Um, I want to, I want to do the exact same. Oh, that's that's the goal, and I'm trying my best to do everything that I can to get there. But it's a lot of sitting at a desk and yeah. looking into things yeah. and what's out there. And I, I got. Um, a batch of your cookies and we froze some actually because like they're great to just take out of the freezer and bung into the microwave and yeah. you've got it's you've fun. got a dessert like you've got a dessert there which is is absolutely amazing um yeah. what I suppose the biggest thing with what you're doing I mean you are you generate the ideas of as you said and you're so creative and so innovative with your your cookie ideas what about copycats? What about people looking at what you're doing and copying? Like, I I did see a little rant a few months ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, yeah. <laughs> that, look, I, I kind of come to realise there was an issue there a few months ago where one of the bigger companies, um, I'd known uh, one of the guys previously from the gym scene and uh, so that's how he knew my business and he had messaged me on on whatsapp asking me how i was doing my nationwide delivery and i said I'm not yeah. telling you yeah yeah it's so <laughs> weird um and then soon they came out with nationwide delivery and then i saw i can see when someone places an order um and doesn't follow through with it through shopify and i've seen he tried placing an order maybe he's trying to suss out costs and stuff like that um, and then same with the ideas. If you look at the dates, when I posted something, they started posting it. I was like, ah, here. And I, I, I was gassed because they made a fake account on one of the photos um, when my followers started commenting on their picture. They made a fake account and they go, my followers, oh, you guys are all bipolar, just like her. It was scandalous. Stop it. And I thought it was gas. And obviously they can't, nothing can get done by that because it was a fake account, but it was obvious that was them. But anyway, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, yeah, like, and um, we've talked about karma. <laughs> karma will get you. Yeah. Like. Um, in terms of like copycats and stuff, look, I've no problem people in hindsight now taking innovation. Look, I got innovation from other people as well. That's just how it is. Yeah. But people will come to you for your product and your brand. That's yes. how it is at the end of the day. People can copy, people can do whatever they want, they can take ideas. But people will come to the drunken cookies because they want the drunken cookie. People will go competitors because they want the competitors what they're offering. And that's just how I see it. There's yeah. enough there's, there's there's enough room for for everybody. Yeah. That's just how it is. Yeah. Oh, and I love that. That's what I keep saying to people. Like, do you know, there is enough room for everybody. And if you're true to yourself and we've talked talk, talked about your authentic self, you're true to you. You don't have to worry about anybody else. Yeah, because there's there's an audience for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And and when you have a great product and a great person selling that product, then um, nobody can really compete with you either. Um, <laughs> do you have a mission statement? Um, I'd like to say work hard, play hard. Um, but 
probably something I need to step away from. No, I actually don't have a mission statement, to be honest. Um, I just know, um, I just know my kind of strategy and it is work hard, play hard and everything yeah. will pay off in the end. And that's, that's kind of it. That's what I work for. Yeah. Just believe, believe in what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. And do you have any other projects in the pipeline? Do you have anything else kind of in the, in the embers? I mean, that's what I'm trying to get on, to be honest, Linda. I was trying to get like either like a coffee container or like a van or something sorted. But it's a case of trying to get like the the renting space for that. It's trying to get the location right. So obviously it's a big investment. Um, I had my first kiosk that was supposed to be up and running um, back around around um, Valentine's Day. I purchased everything. Um but the cafe that I was supposed to be going into pulled out last minute and now I got a kiosk that's sitting there and it was one thing that I learned that is I need to get it right and I need to be patient and I can't just go I'm getting this done because yes. that's what I did um, and nothing was written down so that was another thing I learned like and I, even though I have like 10 grand worth of equipment sitting downstairs that I can't use it's just one thing I know now that it's just like when that's why I'm saying it. it takes time to sit down, get it right, and don't make a mistake like the way I did before. So it's that's what's in the pipeline now, is just getting a location, whether it's a little cafe or something that the rent is cheap enough, um, or it's a little kiosk or whatever it is. That's that's what I'm trying to look at, and I'm very open to it. Um, but as well as that, like it's difficult for people to take you seriously when you're just a sort of business mm. and you got no financial background to kind of back it up but now luckily enough with with the kitchen and everything and my business uh plan projections and and statements and stuff like that hopefully things will take a take a kick off soon that's the goal before our 2023 anyway to have something yeah a location yeah and if anybody has a container or a horse box or something out there Contact yeah, 100% later. contact the drunken cookie on Instagram, 100%. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There's even, like, there's so much out there at the moment, like, but I love that attitude because sometimes taking a couple of steps back catapults you forward, no end. Exactly. Like, so it's not about rushing um, the process. Um, tell me something not a lot of people know about you. I think that's one of the things with, with BPD is that like, I feel like everyone knows everything about me. <laughs> like, cause then I literally put everything everywhere and I'm so open about everything yeah. that I do, whether I'm depressed, people know about it. If I'm happy, people know about it. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I have something that like you kind of close to my chest. I, I'm very, very, I'm an open book. Yeah. That's, that's it. If yeah, you have a I'm... question, I'll answer it that's it and that's what that's what I love about you I love that that you are an open book because um I'm very similar myself tell me about the cookies actually before we we move on Mm -hmm. to um anything else tell me about the cookies tell me about your top three cookies for you or is it like asking you to pick between your children (laughs) yeah it literally is it literally is because the dough and like the recipe and like everything else changes so frequently it's not like I ever get sick of a certain cookie. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's always banging. Like at the moment, if I had to pick one, 
uh, it would be the churro one. So that is a vanilla chocolate chip dough rolled and baked in a cinnamon sugar. And inside, I couldn't decide if I wanted a chocolate churro or a caramel churro. So I, I stuffed it with a caramel galaxy. So it was, it was insane. Off oh my God, the smell. Yeah, that one was definitely one of my, one of my favorite ones. Pretty plain Jane, but I'm going to say the Kinder one as well. The Kinder yeah. K-hole. So that one is a white chocolate chip dough topped with hazelnut cream and Kinder Bueno on the top. All-time favorite. Um, and then the third one would probably be the one that I actually made yesterday for the market that was on today. A Biscoff dough with Cadbury caramel butter and then a Lion Bar on top. Wow. Unreal. Amazing. So, yeah people you can subscribe every month to one of safest boxes or as i said at the start of the week she'll let you know what markets um she's going to be at and soon enough soon enough i don't doubt that you'll be um all around ireland and the world um a corporate cam we're all about taking a risk to create your own happiness what advice would you give to somebody who's about to take that leap um i would say start now yeah do it go for it uh dad don't look back Life's about taking risks you can you can if, if one thing that i learned that if i didn't just start it would have never happened yeah that's it yeah. just do it just do it i love it i love it um for every episode i have an either or section and i have one just for you so really quickly uh tea or coffee coffee oh, I know. Coffee. I'm your <laughs> for everybody's safest faces like are you, are you looking serious like yeah come on <laughs> yeah stimulants all day every day <laughs> uh sun or slopes which the sun or the slopes the sun or the slopes yeah skiing or... oh, oh right i get it yeah sun <laughs> <laughs> sweet or savory uh sweet yeah yeah sweet a podcast or a book podcast uh, bubbles or beer bubbles, bubbles, bubbles. Uh, leg day or uh, back of arms mm. I'll probably go legs yeah tough yeah. on that though <laughs> cookies or cakes uh, cookies <laughs> PT or a chef that one makes you think um Oh, probably probably say chef yeah, yeah sorry right, yeah say chef um if listeners want to get in touch with you give me your instagram please so the instagram is at the drunken cookie 97 or contact by email is the drunken cookie 97 at gmail.com and your website if they google the drunken cookie they'll find the, the drunken cookie i'll be there thank you so much for being on the podcast Safa. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Corporate to Calm podcast. Please subscribe, leave a nice review, or simply come back and listen to us next time. I'm Linda Monaghan, motivating you to make that leap from corporate to calm.